have to take my earrings off? Because <laughs> they're clinking into the microphone. That's what I get for being fancy. Hang on. It's hard being. Oh, they're not good. All right. They're really pretty, though, aren't they? Oh, well. All right. Well, um, I just need to make a note about my sermon this morning. Um, I'm going to be talking about our Lenten theme, which is full to the brim, an expansive Lent. And it's not lost on me that um, our lives have the potential to be much more abundant than so many others. And that really touches me today when I think about what's happening around the world, not just in, in Ukraine, but just other war-ravaged places. Um, and it just breaks my heart. And so I hope that my sermon lands on us that through our expansive living and that through our abundance that we then can become vehicles of love and abundance in a world so in need of God's love. So it's in that context that I offer this sermon this morning. And let me begin by sharing this reading from the message translation, which is a modern translation and a letter from Galatians, readings from chapter 5. It is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. My counsel is this. Live freely, animated, and motivated by God's spirit. But what happens when we live God's way? God brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal community commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. This ends our reading, but may God continue to bless our understanding of this sacred text. Will you pray with me? O oh, gracious and loving God, may the meditations of all our hearts, our minds, and our souls be pleasing unto you this day and forevermore. Amen. Oh my goodness, I hope that you are as excited about this journey as I am. You know, this journey we are about to go on together. A pilgrimage, really, a journey of faith on holy ground where we will ultimately arrive joyfully on even holier ground. The journey, of course, is the season of Lent, and our ultimate destination, Easter. 
Now, I don't know about you, but when Dave and I travel, we sort of have this bad habit of not planning ahead very well. We often decide at the last minute exactly when we can go, which of course limits where we can go because our first choice is often already booked. And even when we have a destination picked out, a hotel, an airline, we're not great about planning exactly what it is we'll be doing when we get there. Well, our recent trip to Mexico is the perfect example. We were actually on the plane about to take off when we decided to Google things to do in Mexico. When, of course, the captain came on the overhead speaker telling us to switch our devices to airplane mode and our particular flight didn't have Wi-Fi, at least that we were willing to pay for. And we said, we'll figure it out when we get there. And off we went. Now, Miss Hope, Miss Hope, on the other hand, now she's a planner. She and Elias decide months ahead where they want to go research the best time of year to go, read all about the different places they'll want to explore once they get there, and plan their itinerary and accommodations accordingly. And she always finds the best deals. If you're going to travel with someone, Miss Hope's your gal. So I've decided to try and channel my inner Miss Hope and be a bit more mindful of how I'm planning <clears throat> this journey of Lent. And so in that spirit, I decided to preach today about preparing for Lent, before Lent actually arrives. And not only for my own satisfaction, but I hope it will be for yours as well. Because of course, we're on this journey together. And that's one of the best parts of being a member of this congregation. For just as we say when new members join, we bind ourselves in the presence of God to walk together in all his ways. Well, many of you have already read that our theme for Lent this year is full to the brim and expansive Lent. This feels so good and right and hopeful, doesn't it? Lent is, of course, traditionally a season, as Miss Hope mentioned to the children, when we remember Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness, fasting and praying. Well, the time he spent was intentional, an intentional journey to be more present with and for God. And I think for many of us, we have historically thought of Lent as a time when we focused on sin, where we have fallen short. And for many, that feels like a season of guilt. And so we just avoid it. Well, personally, that doesn't really sound very helpful, nor grounded, and so it's not really grounded in the essence of what I believe to be God, which is love. Well, the Reverend John Shelby Spong put it quite simply, we are not fallen sinners. We are incomplete human beings. And it is through our relationship with the divine that we can find wholeness. Well, with that framework, Lent becomes a season that invites us deeper into intentional living. And traveling through Lent intentionally will contribute to an expansive life. Well, the formal definition of expansive is extensive or wide-ranging, spacious, and all-embracing. From a spiritual standpoint, we add to that definition. Extensing, extensive living is a life that reflects the fullness that comes from right relationship with God, yourself, and others. 
Now this will look different, of course, for everyone, but it might be marked by awe and gratitude, a sense of self-worth rooted in God's love, meaning, and purpose in one's life, a loving relationship and joy that comes from using our God-given gifts. Or as scripture reminded us, a life of the spirit is not just an idea or sentiment of the heart, but something we need to work on in every detail of our life. Well, the creators of the resources we'll be using for our Lenten theme created a map for us to follow as we assess where we each are in our journey toward an expansive life. And you'll each receive one of these maps when you leave today. And there is a link for this on our YouTube uh, channel where this service is being streamed. So Ricky, will you show us the first slide? So this is the assessment tool that you'll be receiving. And as we prepare our Lenten pilgrimage, I encourage you to each prayerfully complete this wheel and see how you're doing in each of these categories. Emotional, spiritual, social, financial, physical, mental, environmental, and occupational. And they've provided questions for each one of these areas for you to consider, and then a space for you to jot down your thoughts on the wheel. And then the next page, Ricky. And then on the other side, there's a stop where you can reflect on your answers regarding what living an expansive life means to you. And they give you some really wonderful prompt questions to consider. What does a full life, a life full to the brim, look like for you? And then what do you need to get there? Is there something you need to let go of? Or is there something you long to change? And then finally, you'll map out three small next steps that you'll want to focus on this Lent to help you draw closer to God and expand and deepen the wildly beautiful life that God invites you to experience. Well, the steps that you discern to take will be varied and hopefully particularly meaningful to you based on your own wellness assessment. Now, please keep in mind that we are also offering opportunities for your expansive journey. This is an unapologetic commercial now. Ash Wednesday services are being offered at 6.30 a.m. and p.m. on Wednesday. And as I mentioned this morning, our faith community nurse, Jean, will reflect on her own faith story during our um, breakfast. Her story is beautiful. And if you haven't signed up for Lectio Divina, we hope you will as a way for listening for God and scripture and also meeting new friends and companions along the way. There will be Vesper services every Wednesday night and two contemplative services on Sunday evenings on Zoom. There are book groups and yoga and Tai Chi. And of course, we will be worshiping our awesome God every Sunday. And we've missed seeing so many of you in person and we can't wait to see you here when you're ready to return. Commercial over. Some of you may choose to fast as Jesus did in the wilderness. But I always have to share this regarding fasting. If that is a spiritual practice that is particularly meaningful for you, then prayerfully and thoughtfully consider what it is you'll fast from. For example, if giving up something like chocolate brings you closer to God, then go for it. 
But if eating a piece of chocolate every day reminds you to pray or meditate or take good care of your one precious life, I say, eat the chocolate. Because Jesus' time in the wilderness was really all about his pilgrimage, his journey to be closer to God. He just happened to do, do it by fasting and, and being in solitude. Or as one author quipped, if fasting doesn't deepen your mercy, compassion, and prayer life, then maybe consider a different spiritual practice. Or as Pope Francis said so beautifully, if you're going to fast, fast from hurting words and say kind words. Fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Fast from worries and have trust in God. Fast from complaints and contemplate simplicity. Fast from pressures and be prayerful. Fast from bitterness and fill your hearts with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate to others. Fast from grudges and be reconciled. Fast from words and be silent so you might listen. Oh my goodness, I am so excited about this trip. There will be so many wonderful experiences along the way, and I'm so appreciative that I have this roadmap to help me plan before the pilot announces it's time to take off. And I'm so very grateful that we are on this pilgrimage together. May God bless our journey.